Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 167 of the Membership Guys podcast, the show for proven practical tips and advice on growing a successful membership. I'm your host for the show, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys, and we're doing something very special for the next three weeks. Now, six or seven months ago, we did something for the very first time here on the Membership Guys podcast, and we reached back into the archives of the show. Now, this show has been running now for 167 episodes as of today. That's over three years of weekly membership advice. And While that's obviously awesome and it's created without question one of the most comprehensive resources for membership site owners out there, there is not much chance that you're going to sit and binge listen 167 episodes. But the thing is, there is some serious gold all the way back in the archives. So what we're going to be doing here on the show is every six or seven months, we're going to dip back and pull out the best episodes from years gone by and bring them back to your attention. It's also an opportunity to update any thoughts or to add any little side notes or to let you know if our thinking has changed on stuff. But at the very least, it just ensures that you are not missing out on some of the knowledge bombs that we've dropped over the past three years of the Membership Guys podcast. So for the next three weeks, we're going to be featuring three of the best, most useful episodes from previous years. Starting with this week's episode, which is all about how to decide which content should be free as part of your content marketing strategy and which content should be reserved for inside your membership. Now, membership sites come in all shapes and sizes, but the type that we primarily deal with here on the Membership Guys podcast consists mainly of content and community. So a lot of what you're selling is content. Coupled with that, we've found that content marketing, so blogging, podcasting, doing live video, running a YouTube channel, that sort of stuff, is one of the best ways to promote a membership website. But that creates a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a dichotomy between the free content and the paid content. And it can be a struggle to figure out which side of the line your content should sit on. What should be free? what should be a blog or a podcast and the like, and what content should comprise your paid membership, should be your courses, your workshops, stuff that only your paying members get access to. So all the way back in episode 37, so this is over two years ago, I tackled that subject and I looked at some of the things that you need to consider when deciding whether or not your content should be free or paid. So let's travel back into the archives and dig in to how you decide between free versus paid. The line between free content and paid content is always moving. And some people will advocate that you give all of your best content away, while others will tell you to keep all of that good stuff locked away behind your membership site or inside your online course. So it's very difficult to know which way to turn. When you're creating content, you know that it's good, but you don't know, is this good enough to put into my membership site as member exclusive content or Or have I just written a really good blog article? Now, in some cases, the difference between what you offer for free and what you offer paid is obvious. 
For most people, a five-minute podcast is quite clearly free content, and a five-hour-long course is quite clearly paid membership-only content. Now, if you're Seth Gordon, or if you're some other major industry influencer, or celebrity, or bigwig, then obviously there's more of a premium on those five-minute-long podcasts. Particularly, we give Seth uh, Seth Gordon as an example there. For someone like Seth, who doesn't actually put out a great deal of lengthy, free content. You know, Seth Gordon isn't putting up videos on YouTube, isn't putting out podcasts, isn't blogging these massive long how-to articles on his blog day in day out so when Seth Gordon offers a five minute long podcast then there's going to be a higher value attributed to that so he could very well include that in a paid membership site but for you and I then that's often not going to be the case so like we said in a lot of cases the difference is obvious but there are certainly situations and the certainly circumstances topics markets what have you where it's a little bit more blurred. The key really is to remember that as a membership site owner, you're not selling content. You're selling solutions to a problem. Now, that solution may involve content, it may involve courses, it may involve ebooks, it could involve videos, audios, what have you, but all of that is just a conduit through which you provide the solution to a problem. So while it might be content, it might be a tool or a piece of software or a resource or some downloads, it might just be community or support, it might not actually be content at all. The content side of things may just be supplemental entry to the actual solutions that you're providing. Now, when it comes to free content, you're kind of doing the same. You're kind of still providing solutions to a problem. It's just the problems that you're addressing are typically smaller in scope, or the solutions that you're providing are typically either broader. So you may be providing a broad glimpse or a surface level amount of coverage of the solution. Either that or maybe just drilling down into one very small specific part of the problem. You typically won't be going massively in depth. And quite often your free content will cover the what, it'll cover the why of a particular strategy or technique or approach or situation, but it'll not necessarily delve into the how. So as an example on the Membership Guys blog, we have a full review of MemberPress, which is one of our favorite pieces of software. We go in and out the different features that it has, why that may be beneficial to you as a membership site owner, why we really like it, and why certain features help you on the strategy and the marketing side. But we don't actually go so far as to show you step by step how you would then install and set up and configure that software on your membership site. We do have a course that does exactly that, but that's within our paid membership site. So again, there through the review that we're providing of this piece of software, we're giving you the what, we're telling you what MemoPress is, what it can do. We're giving you the why, why these features are so good, why they're beneficial, why you may want to use that software. But when it comes comes to the how-to, the how of using that software, that's kept for our paying members. So in most cases, that's the kind of divide that you'll have, and that's the distinguishing factor between your free content and your paid content. And often your paid content will not only be more in-depth, it'll also sometimes be 
tailored specifically to a portion of your audience or even individually tailored. So if you're doing Q&As, if you're doing some sort of assisted facilitation of the advice or the strategies or the techniques that you're teaching, then that's going to be content that is customized and tailored to the reader or the student in a way that your free content simply won't be. Remember as well, when it comes to your membership site, it's not just about the type of content you're providing. There's also the convenience factor to it as well. If you think about the blog articles you're creating or the podcasts you're releasing, the YouTube videos you're doing, what have you, if you think about those as pages in a book. Now, if you told somebody they had to wander around the library and pick up all the individual pages one by one, read them individually, put them back where they were and so on, then they probably wouldn't waste their time on it. But if you offer them a book with all of the pages combined together, then they'll pay you for that convenience. So even in situations where your content isn't necessarily massively different from the sort of free stuff you might be putting out, the simple fact that you're providing convenience, and this kind of comes down to where we we see questions from people where maybe they have a course showing you how to perform a particular activity and maybe somebody could actually just research and find out how to do that for free online so we get asked questions of well why would somebody pay for this content when if they spent half an hour or an hour doing a bit of research on google they could find out how to do all of this stuff for free and the answer is convenience you're providing all of this stuff to them within one convenient location and within the context of other useful content and other useful resources and also with a degree of access to you and with the community. So again, it's not just about the content. It's about the context that that content is presented in. So as we said, there are a lot of cases where the difference between your free content and your paid content will be very obvious. But if you are having problems, if you're still not sure, there are five questions that you can ask yourself to get a better handle on whether a piece of content that you've created should be free or should be paid membership content. So the first thing you need to ask yourself is what problem does this piece of content actually solve? And how does that relate to the main problems or the core concerns that your target market are going to have? How big is the actual problem or how important is it to your audience, to your reader, to your member or what have you? What value does having this problem solved add to this person's life? If you are providing through your content a solution that is going to double the household income of one of your readers or one of your members, then obviously that's going to be worth far more to them than if the problem you're solving is simply how to pick out the right dress for the next business meeting. Something which, by comparison, is worlds apart. You also need to ask yourself, how comprehensive is the solution that you're providing? So again, let's use the example of doubling the income of one of your readers. Now, if that's the problem, if the problem is how do I double my household income, then that's a huge, huge problem. That's a huge, huge thing of value to your reader. But if the solution you're providing, if the piece of content you provided to address that problem is simply seven tips to help you to increase your income 
income this year and it's an 800 word long article and it's broken down into seven short bite-sized tips then realistically just that alone isn't going to get the job done it's not actually a comprehensive solution you're giving people a glimpse of the solution a surface level amount of coverage and obviously that's something that isn't really going to have direct intrinsic value to people so of course that's something that's more appropriate for your free level content you're teasing them with the solution that you have and then hopefully you'd have something far more comprehensive locked away inside your membership site you also need to ask yourself whether there's any level of exclusivity to this piece of content that you've created if you have written the only guide to a particular technique that is available anywhere so if you come up with something completely unique completely exclusive to you then again that's a bit more impetus a bit more motivation to have that as a paid asset rather than simply giving it away for free and finally how tailored is this piece of content if you've created something that's very specifically relevant to one of your members or small group of your audience then again that might be something that is offered as a paid service or as a paid piece of content rather than something that you've written that's designed to appeal to the broader segment of your readers All right, guys, hope you found that trip into the archive to be a useful one. The thing to remember is there's no real right or wrong answer here. The line between free and paid is largely arbitrary. It very much depends on your topic, your audience, your style, the nature of your membership content, how much value you want to give away for free, and how big a part of your membership offering content actually plays. Because for a lot of memberships, the true value, as we said, isn't in the content it's in the support it's in the community it's in access to you it's in being surrounded by like-minded people who support you pat you on the back keep you accountable and all of that sort of stuff so keep all of that in mind and use some of the tips we've given you in today's episode to help you figure out whether your next piece of content should be free or whether it should be paid i do hope you've enjoyed our trip into the membership guys vault hopefully it's been useful for you we'll be back again next week with another of our hand-picked best episode from years gone by of the membership guys podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode of the membership guys podcast we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com the Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.